Hello and welcome to another episode of Pillow Thoughts Podcast. In this week's news, London protests, more than 100 arrested after violence with police, queer, but not here, what happens when Pride is cancelled, the reason your hay fever is so bad, ah, don't worry, blame botanical sexism, and finally, COVID-19, how last month. I'm your host, Matt, and this episode... We'll be journeying through space and time to discover just exactly how much we know about the great vacuum expanse, whilst also discussing the Netflix show Space Force. So this week, I'm joined by the usual rabble from the past, when Guyliner was trendy and Rays were cool. He often wonders, are friends electric? It's Jacob Knight. Hello. <laughs> from the future, the year 3000 to be exact. He's come from underwater and thinks your great 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 granddaughter is pretty fine. It's James Noble. Hey! And finally, they say Time Lord Tech is bigger on the inside. Oh. The opposite must apply here because there's fuck all in there. It's Johnny Allen. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been emotional, gentlemen. Um, in two weeks, how are we all doing? Oof. I'm doing pretty good. It's been yeah, what you've you been up to. It's been a pretty roller coaster week, a lot of ups and downs. Um, about as exciting as it gets to still be on lockdown. I went to still a car boot. I mean, I've told you guys this, but there's a bit of an update. But I bought an old Kenner Millennium Falcon and I knocked the guy down to five pounds. Brilliant. And I just thought, well, what an absolute sucker. I'm about to make absolute bank off this. Waited all of seven days, and it failed. No buyers. So <laughs> so that's my business venture over. And I wouldn't be too bothered, but I bloody bought a second one as well. So now I've got two of them with, saddled up with two falcons. And then just to make it worse, I thought me and the girlfriend went and bought some fish. Got spruce up the new flat with fish. Um, and then and then the next day one of them died and then no more than four hours later they all died <laughs> so all four fish died in less than 24 hours apparently it was because they had a lack of oxygen um, so so that's about it really <laughs> bro you killed four fish it's because the the water was stagnant; it wasn't moving. So, I don't know. I'm not a fish expert, but yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what more more to tell you. <sighs> well, moving on from that absolute criminal, Jim, <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, for me and stuff, I haven't Jacob. Yeah, sure, you'll do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, my, my hearing's fucked. I literally thought you said my name. Right, wait, go to James. <laughs> uh, my week has been pretty good, thank you very much. Um, apart from the fact that I broke my glasses because I'm an idiot. Yes, viewers, listeners, yes, I, uh, I genuinely sat on my glasses. James, fat people problems. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so uh, 
yeah, I uh, did that. But apart from that, all good. But uh, yes, I'll uh, not be so clumsy in future. But yeah, that's been my week, really. Nothing uh, too exciting to report. Great. So Johnny has killed four fish. James has killed his specs. Hopefully not the trio. What have you been up to, Jacob? Well, I killed a person in Morrison's. Bloody knew it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, No, in in all seriousness, uh, I can't say that I've done a hell of a lot. Um, I've been listening to Nine Inch Nails recently. Um, Been doing a bit more on guitar and singing. Um, Been doing a bit more of like vocal exercise with the zen of screaming. Um, I I have to admit, I'm not good at screaming. Um, And then obviously been celebrating that we hit 900 likes on Facebook. Hey. Must be close to a thousand now. We're ninety off. Um yeah, so we're ninety away from a thousand. So any listeners out there that are listening to this, please help us reach a thousand. I would like to reach a thousand by the end of the month. Man, that'd be awesome. Your local band. <laughs> God, I hate that saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! I can just imagine us all like looking proper miserable on like some dingy attic somewhere or in some basement, just like this is my house. <laughs> this is what lockdown has done to me. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> great. Anything else worth mentioning? Well, at the moment. I don't know what's wrong with my left ear, but like, I'm so having to concentrate on what you guys are saying at the moment. As as we found out, because I fucked up the name, thinking that you said Jacob, but not James. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> yeah, you're back with us, Johnny. Yeah, sorry, I, I don't know what happened. Well, Excellent. So it sounds like you've all had um, boring ass weeks. So congratulations. What have you been up to? Um, f- fuck all. <laughs> Moving on. You not killed anything? Me? Yeah. Uh, just just my ambitions. You haven't killed the <laughs> No, we're not like that, gentlemen. We're not like that. There's no dead tomato um, plants in the back, is there? Uh no, no, I don't think so, bro. I don't even know where that. I I genuinely don't even know where it is. She she planted it somewhere. So he he's a funny thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who don't know, um, John grew some uh tomato plants mm-hmm. and gave us one each because he's a a swell friend and you know that's what we do. It is. We give each other stems. Mm. <laughs> um, and he uh gave me mine. Um, and my mother, who was quick to snap it up, was like, oh, this is great. I'll plant it. <laughs> um, and then just before we sent out all of your signed copies to anyone that's listening to this who's picked up the signed CDs, if not, you should buy them. Lol. No, I'm joking. Don't. They're shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so Johnny came to mind to pick them up. 
and uh, he went into my garden. <laughs> Obviously, social distancing, lockdown rules, right? And he knows where they are, and I don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew your man would steer the conversation to the tomato plant. So I didn't even have to mention. It's like so the tomato plants, and I'm just like, yeah, here it is. But they're looking good, Matty. I can update. I can update if you're looking very good. I'm I'm hoping that you're going to update me on the tomato plant looking good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought like you were saying that his mother looked good or something then. You said my mother doesn't look good, bro. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm got to be honest. Anyways, this is getting um into the realms of awkward. So this week we're going to do things slightly different, okay? Uh we're actually going to have the quiz now. And you will genuinely see why. So, uh, this week, allow me to pass it over to myself because I'm so far ahead that um, I was blacklisted from this week's quiz. You bloody win them all. Because <laughs> I win them all. <laughs> so, uh, I hope you've, uh, you know, been researching space and shit. This is anyone's game. So, this is anyone's game. And what's even, what's even like, oh. more to the point, um, these will contain sort of a little bit of what we've all done before. So there's um, true or false. I think there's maybe one true or false in there. Um, there's one multiple choice. And then there's like sort of closest to type answers. And then there's like ones that I need the correct answer for bang on. So we're going to start with question one. Good. To the closest mile, what is the average distance from Earth to the moon? Whoa. Whoa. All right. Um, oh, my God. Um. So throwing a little fact there, apparently you only need to fold a piece of paper in half 11, 14 times to get to the moon. Um, but maybe, I, I just can't see it being right. Somebody told me that and I was... No, no, no. But I'm going to say... Oh, um, four, sorry about that. I reckon 425,000 miles. James? I'm going to go for 250,000 miles. There are much miles, James. And finally, Jacob. Well, can I just touch on something that Johnny just said? Go on. What? So if you fold the paper 14 times, did you say? Yeah. It's meant to be... Is meant to be how far the distance of like the moon is. So if you fold that paper fourteen times, do you just transport to the moon? Aye. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like you, you fold it thirteen times, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, I can't fold it at the fourteenth. And then all of a sudden, you fold it fourteen times, and poof, hey, moon, and you. And then guess how many times you have to fold that same piece to get back? Oh, jeez, oh, just, just the thirty-eight one. times, just the once. <laughs> 
but anyways, to Matty's, Matty's question, I'm going to say 561,000 miles away. Excellent. In that case, moving on to question two. In what year was Apollo 11's mission to the moon? 1969. That was me. Well. <laughs> James? Johnny sounded very confident there, so I'll join him on that Don't one. James! <laughs> Uh, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll join Johnny oh, on that one. No. Well done, Johnny lad. Oh, oh um, God. Question question three. Can you name the astronauts that were the first men on the moon? I don't know if this is the right the right mission or whatever. Um, I think Neil Armstrong was one. Um. I, I honestly don't know the other person or anything. I am, oh, sorry. I am Go also going to join Jacob with Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. James knows stuff. That's my answer as well. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Be. Okie dokie. Question four. What is the radius of our sun? Whoa. So this is, you, you, you get like a point to the closest mile. So you get points for who's the closest again. Right. Um, now, just for a heads up, the radius is not the whole diameter. The centre to the outside? It, the centre to the outside. Right. Okie dokie. <laughs> I will, in fact, I will, I will give you a hint. If the diameter, for those of you who knows maths, the diameter is in the 800,000. There's, uh, there's your uh, hint. So I will start with, I'll start with James this time. Oh, man. I'm going to say 400,000. Okie dokie. Uh, Jacob? Uh, I'll say 370,000. Hmm. And Johnny? 476,238 miles. 476,000, what, sorry? 476,238 miles. Okie dokie. Fucking Google's coming in handy for you today. Yeah, hey, uh, this is just a. <laughs> I just thought I'd be honestly specific, to be honest. <laughs> if I could hit my heart, uh, question, oh, question number five. He he is another easy one for you. Uh, in what galaxy is the Earth located? Mars. I don't care who goes first, because you should all know the answer to this. It's a hunch. It's a hunch. And this isn't to say that the other guys should follow my lead, but I'm just going to go for a guess and say Milky Way. Interesting. Mm. But I'm not sure. I'm not certain. Jacob? Jacob? <laughs> uh, I, was, I would say the uh, Milky Way as well. Bloody pop. And James? 
I am gonna also agree. It sounds like it'd be the milky. Oh, see these guys. Excellent. Question Ooh. number six: True or false? There are nine planets in our solar system. Oh, this is debatable. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna say false. I was just reading about Pluto. I'm going to say false. Okay. Jacob? Uh, I would say false as well, because apparently Pluto isn't considered a planet. And James? I'm going to be controversial and say true. Wow. Okie dokie. Another nice and easy one for you. What is the biggest planet in our solar system? Is it Earth? That's my guess. Okie dokie. Jacob? Saturn. Okay, and Johnny? Oh, it is Jupiter. The biggest guy. Okie dokie. Okay, so the next question... Which ties into question seven. Between what two planets are, are the asteroid belt? It is between Mars and Jupiter. Okie dokie. James? I'm honestly not sure. I'm going to pass on that one. Come on. I guess it's better than no, James? Okay, Saturn and Uranus. Nothing fits between Uranus, James. <laughs> well, you're getting a point deducted for that in a program. Oh, no! <laughs> Referee! <laughs> and finally, Jacob. Would that not be between the Earth and the Sun? Is that your final answer? I don't know. I, I mean, it might sound absolutely stupid, but we see like meteor showers, so I don't know. I'll say that. Okie dokie. Uh, so, this is uh, an A or B. What does the acronym NASA stand for? Is it A, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or B, National American Space Association? Can you repeat the answers? Yes, of course I can. So, is it A, National Aeronautics Space Administration, or is it B, National American Space Association? Mm. We know what them bloody Americans are like. I like labelling stuff and things. Um, but I want to say A. Okie dokie. Jacob. I'll say B. Okie dokie. And James. I personally would have thought it was A, but B sounds like the more likely one, so B. Okie dokie. Uh, okay, so this is your last regular question, okay? Um, and this just plays on um, sort of the, the media and and film, I guess. So, 
Which famous actor played Commander Jim Lovell in Apollo 13? I will give you a hint. I like this actor. Oh, is it your favourite actor? I can neither confirm nor deny. Go on then. Tom Hanks. Yes, Tom Hanks. Okay, uh, James. I'm going to second Tom Hanks. Well, I'm going to third Tom Hanks as well. I was going to think of Bill, Bill Nye, but I just can't see him being in a space film, you know. So I'm, it's going to have to be Tom Hanks. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the answers. And then at the very end, I'll throw in the bonus question. Okay. Okay, dokie. Okay, dokie. So the answer to question number one it was that the, the moon is actually 238,855 miles. So that is James. You get one point. Uh, there was a very, very conclusive answer to the Apollo 11 mission. It was, of course, 1969. Wow. You get no point. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. The the two the two men on the two first men on the moon were Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Uh, the radius of our sun uh, is four hundred thirty two thousand four hundred fifty. So again, James is closest. Wow. Uh, we all got the galaxy one, of course. I would expect nothing less. Um. True or false? There are nine planets. The answer is, of course, false. Yes, Pluto was indeed reclassified to a dwarf planet. Um, for those of you who are interested, um, the reason it was declassified was because there is actually something bigger that is not a full planet. So there you go. Mm -hmm. I don't know the science terms for that jargon, so you'll just have to take my word for it. <laughs> um, yeah, what is the biggest planet in our solar system? Um, it's Jupiter. Oi, oi. The asteroid belt is in between Mars and Jupiter. Uh, what does the acronym NASA stand for? It's A, National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Yep, I, I threw in the the fact that I chucked in the first A as being American to throw you off, um, and sadly it did. Well, they're normally narcissistic, anyways, aren't they? So they they are indeed. They are indeed. And question ten: Which famous actor played Commander Jim Lovell in Apollo thirteen? It was, of course, Great. Tom Hanks. So congratulations. Um, Who's pulling the beans, Matty? So, in first place, currently, with nine points, it's Why Johnny. Second place, with seven. Well, actually, it's second and third, because he has both have seven. So, there is only two points in, in between. Now, bear in mind, gentlemen, that this question is worth five points for the closest 
And if you are within like a certain radius, which I will deem once you have given me your answers, um, it's worth 10 points. So your bonus question, in miles, what is the average length of a light year? Shit the bed. Oh my god. I will give you a hint. It's a lot. <laughs> that helps. All right. Can I? I'm just going to use. You're going to hear me writing down because I know a little bit. I'm going to randomly guess 10,000 miles. Okie dokie. Um, Jacob. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say one billion light years away. One billion light years? I'm finally what? Were you asking for miles? It, he, yeah, he, he. I will. I will take you saying one one billion miles. Yeah. All right. How many miles in a light year? Jesus. Um, oh my god. Uh, how many miles in a light year? It takes. Well, it takes eight minutes for the sun, the sun's light, to get to Earth. And shit, that's a long way. That's a long way. I'm sure it's like eight million miles. If it only takes eight minutes to do that, that's... Christ, it's got to be near one, one trillion, I'd say. It's going to be far. It's going to be long. Um, shit. I'm just going to go for... Um, fuck. I'm good, but shit. Sorry, boys. There's a lot at stake here. A lot at stake. Mm. Okay, it's gonna take a hunch. I'm gonna play it safe. I'm gonna say ten billion. Ten billion. I do reckon it is a hell of a lot more. Billion. Okie dokie. Um, are you all happy with your answers? Yeah. That's Jacob's yeah. and Johnny's locked in. Are you happy with yeah. your answer, James? Well, I am. I can reveal that to, to get you 10 points, um, I would have expected you to get me the answer within 10 billion. However, the correct answer is 5.8 trillion. Um, but, of course, being the closest, uh, the points go to Johnny. So congratulations. Oh, like... I just said uh, trillion. It's got to be in the trillions. But I played it, played it safe, you see. It's what it is. And, of course, you, you, you didn't want um, the fact that you were typing it in on Google to... Um... No. It's like the fact that you would you would have said oh, it's five point eight eight, and then I would have had to have. Um, I'm afraid you would have had to have been. You know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I, but yeah, I, I just knew the eight minutes from uh, from the sun to the earth. So and I know that's like that's like shit eight million miles. So and it took eight minutes. And then there's a year, so 
it's a lot. So, ah, yes, interesting work, way of working out. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Yes, well, it's minutes and it's whatever. Anyways, um, thus concludes the quiz. Congratulations. Thank you, boys. Thank you. You're still shit. Um, But moving on, um, this could either be very long or very short. Space Force. Did anyone watch it? I did watch two episodes. Oh, no. Wow! Yeah, I got, I got to, uh, I got the end of episode two. What surprise was? Did you do the same, James? Also watched two episodes. I well, what, what it was? I actually watched the two episodes, and then I, you were like, we "We're doing it on the Space Force." I was like, "Shit, I've already done two episodes." Um, you know, like things, you know, how it works and stuff. But uh, honestly, I I'm, I'm still want to f- uh, finish it off. Um, I assume you've probably watched it all, Matty. I watched it all Ooh. in one day. <laughs> honestly, the, the, there's something about Steve Carell. He's always on and off for me. Like, some things he's in, and, you know, I really like him. Obviously, it's things like The Office. And um, uh, one of my key likes that he's in is Brick. In Anchorman, but yes, something about Steve Carell just uh, really, really like him. He's just so down to earth. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's slow going when it when it first starts. But I think it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Awesome, awesome. Well. Uh, how how much of it did you manage to see, Jacob? Uh, I watched a few episodes. I watched it where the monkey gets rescued. What? Spoilers? Ah, yes. Spoilers. <laughs> I think it's about when he got rescued from the Chinese embassy. Was it? No, it was the Russian embassy, was it? Chinese. Oh, yeah, Chinese. It's just an absolute, like... The the whole the whole thing just feels like a bit of a fever dream. But sorry, Jake, Jacob, I'm interrupting. It's fine. Hey, this this isn't a speak when spoken to. This is just an open. <laughs> you wanna... But it it does though. It feels when you're watching it, it's like it's it is like a fever dream. How the hell have you thought of all this? But yeah, I really do want to finish it. Well, fire That was um... <laughs> hi. Um, Space Force, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you're either gonna like it, or you're not. Good. Um, what were you saying, Jacob? I didn't. I didn't catch your your end. Oh, I was. I was gonna say that. Like for me personally, like I didn't find it that funny. But it's not bad. Like I don't know. It, like I don't know. I did. I didn't find it too hilarious or anything like that. Or too funny. Um, but it's not bad or anything. They've definitely got some big actors in it and things. But 
I don't know. I wouldn't say it was the greatest thing that I've watched. Mm. Mm. Ah, yes. The bog standard. I'll say the same thing three times in a row and then comment on the actors mm. who were in it. You know, Jacob, we're all entitled to our own opinion, even when that opinion is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Oh, dear. Well, um, James, is there anything else you want to add? From what I watched, it was quite enjoyable. Again, I've only watched two episodes, so I can't fully comment, but... It definitely sounded like it was starting to set a good scene. How are you enjoying it, Matty? Well, I'm not enjoying it. I did enjoy it. I watched it all. But it would seem like there's there's a lot that I can't talk about because it would be go, go ahead. So... I already know he gets bloody rescued from the Chinese. Thanks, Jacob. It's fine. <laughs> not even asked. <laughs> um yeah okay so again to to johnny's point i i really like steve farrell and i like john malkovich both of whom are in it um i'm gonna be honest my my issue with a lot of american sort of um that sort of well, is, would you would you say it's like a sitcom type? Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, so, you know, you've got the likes of The Big Bang Theory, um, How I Met Your Mother, and, and all of that sort of sort of American-style sitcom. Um, but to me, that they're all sort of quite, quite samey. Obviously, they are very different in terms of storyline but there's just something about them that you're just like ah yes if if Sheldon Cooper appeared in you know How I Met Your Mother you, you just wouldn't yeah. be surprised because they're all sort of like done in a similar way um, and this one's really I mean it's it's not vastly different to that It it is still a very stereotypical um, sort of American yeah. sitcom. It, to sort of skew the conversation, to take just to like American humour. But as American humour is, it's just so different in a hell of a lot of ways. I was watching a um, YouTube video mainly about the American in betweeners and just how like starkly different the way they make their two shows. Um, but the best way that I heard it put, like Americans, they're brought up believing that they're going to be the next president, where we're brought up just being told that you'll never be prime minister, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So we, we've kind of developed like a dry sense of humour. Um, and then, you know, the Americans are just all over the place. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I enjoy... British humour a hell of a lot more, but when it comes to like stuff like Space Force, it is kind of an enjoyable kind of break. It's a lot more fluid. It feels like a lot more more goes. Like you wouldn't find any of the, that human like um, only fools and horses. If you get me, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can kind um, of comment on that because I actually have sat and watched American TV. Of course um, in America. Do, do you wish to elaborate? Well, it, it's kind of true what, like, you're saying in the sort of sense of humour is so different in America than what it is in Britain. Um, because obviously the, there's... How would you put it? Our sense of humour and things like that in Britain is can be kind of sarcastic in some respect. Like we we have a very sort of sarcastic, dry sense of humour, um, especially with what I you know a, a joke that I made when I was eating in uh, Denny's um, to the waiter. But we won't talk about that one. Um, but the yeah. You get um you get nine out of eleven for um what you said. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> oh uh, shit! But yeah, like a, a lot a lot of the American like commercials and stuff uh, are just thrown in your face like every five minutes, and some of them are funny and other ones aren't. But I don't get the sense of humour with it with some of them, and a lot of American TV from what I watched, is a lot of game shows. So, like, I, I realise that uh, Elaine DeGeneres has, like, God knows how many, like, game shows over there uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, it, that's kind of what they... what In the household that I was staying in, the, that's what they watched a lot of. Um, but, obviously, other things that I watched was whole conspiracy theories, but that's another conversation. Um... But yeah, like a lot of it is just um, game shows and the sense of humour just, I don't know, just isn't there. But that isn't to say that Americans don't have a sense of humour because they do love, you know, some British stuff as well. The one, the one thing I can say that we all have, obviously with us both watching a couple of episodes um, minimum, um, there's one question I wanted to ask you guys and but basically this is going to be if you if you do watch the whole thing uh this is going to be sort of a recurring theme for you guys um but he's um he's with his wife who is Phoebe out of yeah. friends right um telling telling her that he's being promoted to five star general or four star general rather. Fox. Or whatever it is. And then the next um then the next minute she, she's in prison. Does anyone actually know why she's I in prison? I was wondering that myself actually. So none of you other none of none of you's <laughs> none of you's got it then. No. Bro, here's my point. It doesn't actually say anything about why she was at all. So the negative side to um, Spaceballs is it's really short, which meant that they had to pack a lot of storytelling into like a really short and serious. Like, so if if you look at um, it's sort of the other um, TV series on that sort of American sitcom sort of spectrum there's like 20 15 to 20 or 25 episodes in these sort of 
seasons where I think I think this one's is it either it's only eight or ten I think. Um, so they did have to throw a lot of storytelling into this like short space, and it had a very 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 noticeable impact on the story fluidity. Um, there's just like a couple of things that you'll find yourself like asking like well, what the fuck's just happening why did this happen mm. i don't get it um and it and it's and it's sadly it's one of the biggest um downsides to the show itself um it's good but they chuck stuff in um and you're just like i don't get it was that necessary um you know but if you guys, you know, if you guys watch it, oh, you will understand what I mean. Um, but yeah, uh, for the, for the most part, I I thought it was pretty enjoyable. I got through it all, finished it, and was like, oh, that's that. Um, so to my point, I think it would have benefited from mm. being longer, um, and a bit clearer. So. Yeah, if if you like Steve Carell, you will probably like it. Um, but if you go in like watching, expecting big things, then you would be disappointed. Um, I've got a question. You know. Okay, go on. In, in my opinion, this what I'm about to say is a bit like some could say I'm about to say is a bit oversensitive, but also with current events, not so much. But do you not think that in the first episode, that scene where there's all the Asian doctors lined up and he's consulting their opinion, but then suddenly casually takes the opinion of, I think it was the janitor guy who was like a white male. Do you not think that's a bit like awkward slash slightly insensitive due to like actual current events? Not that like they could have timed that or anything, but. Do you not think that could be this is a very... like, kind of viewed as insensitive at this current time? Okay, so this is a this is a very um, very very good point, um, and this is actually going to lead us in. I think this is a perfect way to lead us into to the next section, um, which is I, I want to sort of gauge you guys on what what our thoughts are about the sort of shows that getting taken off air for for this sort of reason um but there's you you won't be surprised but there's a a lot of that in there um and it's not made to look insensitive no. um to to be honest it's it's supposed to be that this um there's this so Steve Carell, uh, he's a white male, um, and he's like general of the army, um, which they have a very very sort of particular sort of personality trait, um, and of course, America is very 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 patriotic, yeah. right? And so, a lot of what you'll find out is that a lot of opinions that it's like, it's sort of like a journey. So like a lot of them, you'll be like, oh yes, he, he went with the white guy again, or, oh yes, that, um, 
that woman had a, a really valid input. That Indian had the best answer, but he ignored them. That that is a running theme, but not because of anything to do with insensitivity. Purely only because he's been portrayed as this sort of stereotypical, stern, patriotic American. Um, even though some of some of his, well, most of his colleagues in the like the science department are American. Um, they are obviously just of a different different ethnicity, but yeah, I I can understand where you're coming from. Um, a lot of people could potentially see that as being insensitive. Yeah, I I know it's very clearly um, not made to be portrayed that way. I think it's just in un, yeah. I just think that it's just at a bad time where it can be perceived that way right now. Yeah, yeah. No, you you are you are definitely right. Um, but yeah, so obviously over the course of the past. Um, well, I, I guess the past two weeks, uh, people have been, you know, complaining about probably just about damn nearly every um, TV show under the sun. <laughs> um, and quite a lot of them are actually getting taken down. Um, what do you guys think of that? I'm, I'm assuming you've obviously seen it in the news and you'll probably have your own thing to say about it. I've not really seen much into... Uh, like, I haven't really looked into whether or not it has been cancelled or whether it talks, but I did see something bringing up the in-between, something about the in-betweeners being uh, cancelled, but I can't really understand why. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of fake news about it as well. Um but what was uh, one of them was Little Britain on Netflix? I mean, I kind of get that one because there was blackface in it. But uh, Little Britain, you know, when when was that made? Um, what two in in noughties? Not saying like you were allowed to be racist in the noughties, but I don't know. I don't see why? I don't know. I mean, for example, uh, what's still on Netflix? Chicks. I thought they removed Did it. They? I couldn't find it the other day. Oh, shit. Well, I revoke. But yeah, I, I did see something like that. White chicks were still on. But, you know, um, then there was other things that had been removed with blackface. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on it, to be honest. I've I've just quickly checked, John, and yeah, they've removed it. They just have a error statement saying, whoops, we don't have that. <laughs> oh, well then. Yeah. Jacob, what do you think about it? Christ. God. Um, where, do, where do I start with this one? Um, and things like that. Um, I think the, the first one that I probably will start with, and I apologise if I ramble on, uh, the first person, the first major celebrity that apologised regarding it all was um, Lee, I think you call him Lee Francis, who plays Keith Lemon, who also played Avid Merian in Bo Selector. Mm. Um, he he apologised for his portrayal of 
the characters that he'd done. Um, now, with regards to Little Britain and things like that, in regards to Bow Selector, um, which was the programme that he created Avid Marion on, I think that, for me personally, I think there's two differences in that kind of side of things. Because when um, Keith Lemon was portraying the characters in Bow Selector, he was taking the piss out of Craig David, um, Mel B, and Trisha Goddard, who's an American like chat show host. Um, apparently, it was Trisha Goddard. Speculation is that Trisha Goddard was the one that demanded Keith Lemon apologise for his portrayal of these characters. And Keith Lemon's come out and obviously apologised for it all. <clears throat> and after he's apologised, you've had people like Mel B apparently saying that she's she was offended by, by him and, and stuff like that and from what he'd done. And apparently Craig David was as well. But in regard to that sort of side of it, I, I don't understand how those two, Mel B and, and Craig David, can turn around and say that they were personally offended by it when Mel B's starred in multiple episodes of Bo Selector with Keith Lemon, and she also features in the Christmas music video for, um, what is it, Come Now, Sing With Me, Proper Crimbo. Um, so I, I don't understand how she can turn around now and say that she's offended by it when she was in the videos and done stuff alongside the actual Mel B character. Craig David is kind of the same. Like, he at first did say that it annoyed him, but then I think he sort of started to see the funny side of it. Trisha Goddard, I know, got, got angry about it and stuff like that, but she she's come out saying now that it was insensitive and that it was this, that, and the other. I, d I don't understand... Because obviously, Bo Selector was a show that was in the early two thousands. I don't understand why it's only now that she's like Trisha Goddard saying that kind of stuff. Only now, you know, surely because Trisha Goddard was a huge name within the the early noughties and stuff like that, especially in America. Um, so I, I don't understand that sort of side of things. Um, in regard to Little Britain, I, I, can, I can understand that. I, I really can understand that um, and things. And obviously their spin-off show, which was Come Fly With Me. Um, I can understand people's outrage on that. Um, also, Ant and Deck, apparently, who were two big celebrities in the UK, I think they've apologised for some things that they've done in the past. Um but I know that The Mighty Boosh, which was a programme with no fielding on, I think that's been taken down. Um, now, when it comes to no fielding and things, they were the characters that he portrayed weren't real-life characters. They were mythical characters within his head um, and stuff, because I'm sure there's one that he he plays that takes a piss out of a scouse sort of voice or something like that. But the person has like, a, a, you know, those party ring biscuits. Mm. He has a party ring biscuit across one of his eyes that's sellotaped with white sellotape and his face is green. Um, 
I, I know that sounds as though I'm on an acid trip, but I'm not. Like, if people watch the Mighty Boost, they will know what I'm on about. Um, so it's it's a really hard one to to sort of how would you put comment on because there's one side of it that I totally understand, but then there's another side to certain programs that I don't. I I for one certainly agree. Um, I think. The terminology right now is cancel culture. Um, and it's been a thing for a very, very long time. Um, but here's, here's my point. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not condoning racism now. But he is sort of where I think there's a bit of blurred lines. Um Back when, you know, Little Britain came out, how many of you guys watched it? Yeah, yeah, I can say I did. Yeah, we we all watched it, right? And did we laugh because yes. it was funny as fuck? Yeah, 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 right. I I could say that there would be an incredibly large number of people who watched that, who who thought that it was really funny. Because, of course, let's not forget, there was a very long period of time where uh, David Williams and Matt Lucas were considered like national treasures, yeah. right? Everybody loved yeah. them. Um, and it's it's just really bizarre that now, now that this thing is kicking off um, to a level that I don't think... I've I've seen before properly in my in my lifetime, and not that I've ever paid much attention to until now. Um, I just find it really fascinating that people are sort of condemning people's past um, during this sort of stuff, regardless as to whether they'd apologise to it or not. They're still sort of expecting them to go up and put their head over the chopping block again, um, and it's it's like one of those where you sort of wonder, like, are, are people really just joining a trend here, um, or has this genuinely like opened a lot of people's eyes to um, an issue that? they didn't think was there or they didn't understand or or whatever I, and and it's really bizarre because you take a look at um again we look at black faiths right now the sadly um back in back in those days um like in the early film um it was just a thing, right? It was a common thing. Um, it that there was like um, a particular thing for it, um, and yes, while certain um, blackface portrayed the black culture as being foolish and criminal and whatever. Um, it was done to. Uh, appease a comedy audience right and people probably laughed at it 
um, because it was just the thing that was, you know, it was the in thing, the trend, if you would. Um, now, again, you know, I can't, I can't say that back facing is correct or immoral or wrong. That's that's up to you guys. But I just, you know, I, I sort of think there needs to be a line um, where, and and I think this just this this goes for everything, right? Not not just not just blackface. Actually, this can sort of be expanded to everything. That people are all kicking off about. Oh well, such and such was, um, you know, a, a white man, or such and such was a black man, but was played by somebody else. You know, um, one of one of the biggest, of course, Johnny Young Django. Is, is Django. Have you have you seen the original? I'd like to. You have not. Okay, so apparently. Um, so, now this is what somebody told me. I, I personally haven't seen them either, but somebody told me that they were the like originally. Yep. The guy in it was white. Um, and of course, now Jamie Fox, uh, who is obviously uh, black, plays Django. And people are obviously like, well, if sort of in this whole cancel culture, if we're cancelling stuff like Little Britain, then why aren't we cancelling stuff like that? And it's it's just a really bizarre thing that again to to everything we said in our last sort of topical discussion podcast, I don't think a lot of people really mm. understand what's going on. And before we move <laughs> on, James, thanks for not forgetting about me, Matt. I mean, I didn't. I was going to genuinely say before we move I'm on. I'm joking. Change, okay, so but... keeping it quick and brief. Um, yeah, so basically my opinion on the matter is that it is a bit of a a tough one and everyone's going to have different opinions regarding what's right and what's wrong and what the right action is towards this situation. Um, personally, as Jacob mentioned, I think it's really good that some celebrities like Lee Francis, Anton Deck, and Matt Williams and David Wally... Wait, no, sorry, Matt Lucas and David Walliams apologised for their actions. I think that was really good um, that they apologised anyway. Um, and a few other celebrities have too. Um, one thing to kind of touch on what, what you guys said there as well, it wasn't, I, th- I think personally with Little Britain, for example, I think the whole blacking up thing is wrong. But I think the only reason we found it funny was because the whole point of that entire TV show was to have two people playing multiple characters. I think that's why it worked so well and people found it so funny because these two people were able to play all those different characters. Um, so I think that's what made it work so well. But yeah, it's really good that they've apologised for doing what they did in both those TV shows, Come Fly With Me and Little Britain. Um, personally... <clears throat> Personally, I think the more this goes on, we'll start to realise that there's an awful lot of TV and movie content that we've all watched that is uh, regarded uh, as offensive, especially with current situation. And that's understandable. There will be an awful lot of content out there that isn't appropriate or isn't necessarily right. Um, Personally, in my opinion, we shouldn't necessarily erase it all. We shouldn't necessarily 
just be getting rid of it all and being like, right, no, we've got to take it down. Personally, I think it should be on a case-by-case basis. So the series only had a few episodes or a few sections of an episode that had inappropriate content in, then ideally those episodes or those sections of the episode should be removed. Um, and then that would be a good way forward. And personally, certain movies like White Chicks, in my opinion, shouldn't be taken down. I think that they should have a heavy warning and perhaps an educational trailer on what was wrong about the show before it starts to educate people on the matter. Um, but yeah, I think it should. there should be a special warning label. I don't think necessarily that it should just be got rid of. You know, when, for example, people started going at, for example, 13 Reasons Why, you know, saying they felt that it glorified suicide. They didn't get rid of it. Netflix put an important five to ten minute trailer at the start of every episode with the actors educating, informing how they feel and what to do if you're feeling a certain way, uh, which is great. And personally, I think that similar things should be done with media content that's from the past. And those creators and other creators should learn and take an example from um, mistakes that these people feel that they've made for future content creation, really. Uh, so that's my my thought on the matter anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Um, right. Here's a quick question for Johnny, right? With everything that's going on and all of this cancel culture and all of the, the, the sort of offensive stuff that people are saying about... Um, Oh, How do you think our book's no. going to I hadn't even made that. I'd, on a... Shit, I hadn't made that connection, you know. I think we actually we might have touched on it last week. You were t- talking about the book and how there was racism in it. That's a good point. I have no idea. <laughs> um yeah, uh, for for those of you who don't um, who don't know, uh, me and Johnny are writing a book. Um, now the book is set in eighteen ninety five, mm. so in the nineteenth century, where racism was a very 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 daily thing. Um, obviously, that was sort of the era mm. where a lot of lynch mobs happened. Uh, and so it, 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 this sort of is leading me to a point. Um, do we do we think that it's acceptable to have racism if it's in sort of historical context, or do we think that that should That's be removed as well? A rocky one. That's a rocky one. Uh, it's it's a it's more it's an educational thing as well. It's something you look at and think, this happened ages ago. We're better than that now. You know? Um, ah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and to to sort of expand on that and touch what something James was saying about, like, not erasing everything. Um, he was talking about, like, TV. I, I would like to point that out to everything as a collective. Um, so obviously a lot of statues are getting torn down and uh, vandalized. Um, there's a lot of like 
historical figures getting condemned for their for their actions uh, whilst they were alive. And my point I would like to make is if we erase everything, right, get rid of it completely, it didn't exist. Do do we think racism would still be a problem? I do think Go it'll on. still be a problem regardless of getting rid of stuff or not. Um, I think there'll always be a minority of... Yeah. Um, oh. His phone's giving him a 30-second battery warning. Oh. Um, right, sorry. Yeah, personally, I think that there'll always be the racist minority that'll be out there, you know, just complete, you know, anyway... The, yeah, I think there'll always be a racist minority, but yeah, I don't think that tearing down statues is necessarily the or erasing history is necessarily the right idea. But I also understand that a lot of people feel that having statues of some, not all, but some of these figures, uh, kind of gives them a bit of a grandeur, and that like a plaque would be more appropriate or something less significant would be more appropriate. Um, and perhaps those statues be relocated to like a museum or something. So I kind of get both sides of the argument. Um, and in regards to your book, I think it's a bit of a 50, 50 one. Like I suppose as long as you give it enough context, it'd be fine. Uh, like I remember reading of mice and men and there was obviously like, the n-word used in that book but it was used with context of being you know kind of you know back in that kind of time uh, uh, an era where that was as you said a common thing so personally and again this is only my opinion as a white male i personally think that as long as there's enough con like context why it's been done and you know there's a bit of a maybe a little warning at the start then it should be fine but Again, everyone will have a different opinion on that. I mean, the, the, well, the, there's there's no hiding mm -hmm. it that there is racism in our book because, I mean, it, it's though though the characters, although somewhat are loosely based off people, um, the characters for the most part are still fictitious. Um, however, what what we have done is we have. Um, been as sort of sincere in our research as we could possibly be so that our book does actually conform to the zeitgeist of that era right so so it's it's not like casual sort of it's it's not just like everywhere you know yeah. um but it's sort of the the reason I'm I'm sort of bringing it up is I mean you would have you would have to read what we've got of course but um like like I said uh, the the black community back then was very 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 sort of looked down upon um and so that's sort of mimicked in the book um but it's 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 just one of those like to my point um about the statues as well is it's sort of it's sort of difficult when we look at somebody's negatives versus their positives right so there was for for example there was that slave trader statue was um now pe people are sort of yeah 
he was part of the slave trade, he needs to go. But there are people who are like, oh, you see this hospital? Uh, well, not necessarily that hospital in particular, but this guy apparently had used that money to help hospitals and schools and um, basically grow civilization where he was. Um, likewise, we've probably... The biggest sort of one right now is the Churchill statue. Um, of course, for those of you who don't know history, uh, shit, you should be ashamed. Uh, Winston Churchill obviously was the Prime Minister during the war. But he was one of the only politicians at the time who disagreed with Hitler and didn't want to be with Hitler, a.k.a. didn't want to be in fascism. And he, he basically won us the war but he's still being condemned because of the views he had on South um, South Africans. I think it was South Africans. So it's, I, I guess my point is, do we, do we really have to condemn people for their, like maybe one negative and then tear statues and try and delete them from history when they did an infinite amount of good things and one bad thing? It's just, you know, that's just where I stand. Oh, Obviously, no, no. I don't condone. No, no. You know, I've, I've never. That's not what. That's that's not what I'm saying here. But I just, you know, I just. Yeah, I, I think the, point, the I think. sort of thing that's going on, and I mean, once again, this is just my opinion. I think the kind of message of what the Black Lives Matter movement is and things is kind of being lost a little bit, um, because. What instead of focusing on, on what the actual message is that they're wanting to portray, now everyone's just focusing on the sort of anarchy that's going on. Um, whether it's the statues being pulled down, uh, looting that's kind of happened, um, recently, you know, the whole thing that's happened in uh, Newcastle with there being like a, a mass scuffle there, and I think. It was either today or yesterday, you know, it, it's broke out in George Square in Glasgow um, and things. And the issue is, is now that, you know, regarding that, we, we've sort of moved away from what the original message was meant to be of, like, Black Lives Matter. And news outlets and people now are just focusing on all the bad stuff that's happening and, pe you know, the people get, not saying that, Obviously, what's happened isn't bad because it is, you know, in the, the case of George Floyd and things and obviously what's been happening for God knows how many years. But you, you're seeing on social media now and stuff as well that it, it's moved away from the original message and people are sharing images and stuff of those statues being pulled down of people writing and you know I, i've seen a few people on my facebook that's been like oh look at these idiots look at this that and the other you know and i don't know i, I just for me personally i just feel as though the whole original message of it, it all has just kind of been lost yeah i think i think right now what we're dealing with is the political left versus the political right but nobody mm. really knows why they're just they're just going at it um cuz i'm again i'm not i'm not sure where it was 
but there's a there's a string of videos and pictures on Facebook that somebody posted, and there's like although although you can't see it, um, it's sort of evident that some guy actually knifes an old man in in this video. Like, I mean, no, is it in the video? Maybe not clearly in the video, but um, that he he sort of has a knife, and you can clearly see him like. I, no, I I don't know if he did stab him or not. The video isn't clear, so I just want to make that clear. Um, but he does make a move to this old man's like throat with the knife, um, and it's it's just getting to a point now where it's it's a bit ridiculous. You know, yeah. Um, in regard to the um, statues thing again, I think I think it should be personally on a case by case basis. Like personally, I don't necessarily think that Churchill should be taken down, and Boris Johnston has said that he will not have it taken down. But personally, I think that the slave trader one should have been took down. Yeah, okay. There's the merits of helping the hospital. But it's through the pain and suffering of those individuals. So just because he's profited and helped uh, a hospital, you know, doesn't mean that he necessarily um, helped. But again, I do believe that there's some statues that necessarily shouldn't have been taken down or shouldn't be targeted. I think it should be on a case by case basis. Um, Quickly to the second thing. Yeah, I must admit, you know, maybe seen like, I seen on TV yesterday, uh, London, there seems to be a lot of, and I don't really want to use the word football hooligans because not all people that attend football are like that, but there seems to be some, well, yeah. They are. That's though, the, there's they? these characters that are football hooligan-esque and they're just absolutely awful. They're not there for Black Lives Matters. They're clearly there to cause trouble and to quote-unquote protect their statues. And it's just shocking. Like, the the thing that really annoys yeah. me is these type of people are like, oh, we're against BLM. We're against it. We're going to go down to London and fight it. We're going to, you know, and the, those people that are causing that trouble. Last weekend, they were the people that were, oh, these BLM protesters are causing COVID to go bad. Oh, it's going to get worse. And they're probably the same people that were sunning it up on the beaches a week before and for V-Day celebration. But yeah, here they are bloody giving abuse to police. Yeah, I think... it's it, it's sort of becoming really stupid. I yep. mean, you've got people who are genuine, who are there, like make yeah, change. We need change. We need to see it. Not yeah, not ten years in, twenty years into the future. We want to see it now. Um, there's people who are there purely to sort of fuel mm-hmm. sort of violence. Um, looters, rioting, people who want to go and protest, but sort of to Jacob's point, yeah. cause anarchy. Um, and then there's those people, like that you've just mentioned, James, that we're now seeing coming out that are these sort of anti, um, like BLM sort of fascists, right? They're basically, the neo Nazis are coming out and are sort of. It's, it's, there's a tweet I saw from a, a celebrity 
uh, I can't remember her name. Um, and she was basically questioning the the sort of motives to these sort of this group because they they were wanting to go and help the police combat viol- the violence to protect the sort of you know the sort of national sort of image and whatnot. Um, but if you look in the videos, it's them who were like. You know, they're pulling out, like, the Nazi salutes and they're fighting the police officers themselves. Um, Again, to to your point, James, uh, they they were the ones who were very, very heavily condemning the people for protesting because of COVID. And now they're out there probably taking up more. I'd I'd say per, per person, there's probably more people anti-protesting the protesters than the are protesting yeah. white, uh, Black yeah. Lives Matter. You know, um, because I think that that whole thing in um, Newcastle by the monument was people were peaceful protesting and these guys were like, yo, was it the Newcastle <laughs> Defence Army or something? And they're like, yo, we're anti-protesting, we're we're Basically, they were like, "This is the all lives matter category," um, and and this is the this is the funny irony that you'll find here, right? These these guys, right, were anti-protesting, saying we're all lives matter, right? And yet they they were sort of going against people who were like, "Yo, Black Lives Matter, it's important, we need change," and they're like, "No, all lives matter." But yet they're having a fight. They're like fighting with each other. But it's the same thing, you know. They, the the, the whole sort of underlying yeah. issue here is is racism, right? Both in in our sort of community and systemic racism. Um, it doesn't matter which which sort of phrase you use. All life matters. Black lives matter. Whatever. You're trying to combat the same thing. And I just find it really funny that, that, that those two groups <laughs> are fighting each other, but they're they're both there for the same purpose, yeah, which well, is to make that, change. That's what I, what I meant the by better. the message is kind of just being lost of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Jacob. Definitely. But can I just say one agree. one thing? I don't know if you guys saw it, and I don't know if this is a recent thing, but I just saw like a meme of it, and it was a Carlisle meme that there's barriers around the otters in the centre of town. Uh, yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. I, I don't think anybody would um would want to <laughs> you know remove our otter statue. That thing's like that thing's like a. Uh, Sort of local treasure. Man, they thing. took away the old water fountain that was surrounding it. Like, took away the otters' water. Like, they can't take the otters away now. Like, step too far, <laughs> bro. It'll it'll be the the guy with the, the oh, fiddle yeah. next, the fiddle player. It'll it, it'll come out that he was like some dude who had like a, a racist remark, and then. People in Carlisle will be upspurred and they'll all be like, oh my God, tear it down. But yeah, it's it's sort of a very sort of bizarre. It, 
It really is because one in. one thing um, I was going to ask you guys, I spe- you know that with statues being pulled down and everything like that, mm-hmm. what what's going to happen with like street names uh, and stuff? Because I was watching something that was advertised on Facebook of uh, Frankie Boyle talking to someone in Glasgow, and the guy was talking about how the streets were named after like certain things that were in Glasgow's history, but a lot of it was built on the tobacco trade, apparently. So would that mean that street names and stuff would have to be changed as well? That's a very interesting point. Um, I, I, I don't know, because it's like James was saying about for for most of them, uh, a statue yeah. is glorifying them. Like, for, for like a plaque where a plaque would suffice, um, it would be fine. Now, if it was one of the main streets, like Argyle Street, Socky Hall Street, Buchanan Street, then you know possibly there's an issue there. But if it's like one of the side roads that nobody goes up, and it's and it's you know named after somebody, then. Is that I don't see that as being an issue, but you know, because because yeah. a street is yeah. a is a street, right? It's like you know, it 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 is what it is. Various names where they are named after the after a person, but that that is sort of just a word, and that there isn't really unless you know it, unless you're local. You know, you're not going to walk past a street and be like, oh, my God, that's named after such and such the racist guy. Because the reality is, is 90% of people won't know. They're just going to walk past it and be like, yeah, that street's called whatever. Um, whereas a statue literally tells you sort of yeah. what they do, who they were, uh, you know. And so there's there's the sort of history divide there. Um I mean, if they really wanted to, they could like just remove street names like on physical buildings, right? Just have could you imagine like, how fucked you'd be if all the street names got removed off Google Maps and you're trying to find your way around? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's keep them on Google Maps, just In like the physical. take them away from the actual like physical sort of. I think would probably yeah, be probably. what to do there. Um, you know, it's it's one of those where you sort of don't agree with what is really happening to an extent, but it's also strange because in the wrong way they've gone about it, they're actually creating change. Yeah. Which you know you you want to be like oh it it was the peaceful protesters right but I think given the sheer magnitude of what's been happening like all of the violence all of the sort of oh shit we're gonna have to do something um I think it sort of kicked a lot of people into actually doing things um so because I mean 
when when people use the phrase sort of systemic racism, you know, institutional racism, whatever, um, it's very different over mm. here to what it is in America. Uh, now, I don't know if you guys knew this, but in America, they used to do this thing which is called redlining. No. You guys know what that is? No. So, redlining is basically the the sort of heads heads i I don't know the the guys who owned america i don't know the the top guys um used to sort of draw like red lines on a map um which would be sort of borders uh which would act as borders and what they do is they chuck the ethnic minorities into these sort of red sort of areas um and these would become like very poverty stricken pretty quickly um because they stopped putting money into them they were like right all of these red zones yeah is is getting no funding so they cut funding heavily in them um and a lot of those communities um were like black communities um and it's and sort of to sort of emphasize like the the racist point here as well is that it didn't matter if you were sort of if if you were successful if if you were like a black successful businessman in that zone um they wouldn't they still wouldn't fund you because you lived inside the zone whereas if there was a white man in like another poverty area like for example Compton right they would quite happily fund him and finance him so it is like notoriously bad America for it um, but let's hope that after all of these uh, demonstrations both violent and peaceful something can come about changing that so to my uh, two remaining uh, guests, uh, I thank you for your time. Um, I've been your host, Matt. Thank you very much. And I've been joined with. Thank James. you, Jacob, <laughs> and Johnny, who's not here. So, yay! Thanks, Matt. <laughs>